Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. That is right, my friends. You've tuned into the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. And I got to tell you, just yesterday alone, with the things that are in, well, that came up at press conferences, Biden, Jen Psaki, who undoubtedly is circling back about something or at least wants us to believe that she is. I mean, the list of things that we had to deal with and, and listen to just yesterday alone, we're going to get to these in due course today. First of all, we have Saki being asked about what happened to Biden shutting down the virus. Remember, that's how he campaigned in the closing days of the uh, 2020 election. He says he's not going to shut down the economy. He's going to shut down the virus. And we have to be wondering to ourselves, what on earth does that look like? Because that certainly is not reality today. We'll play some sound bites about that. We've got, um, and this these questions, by the way, have been asked by Steve Ducey, who needs to have an award. He's the only journalist. Actually, he may be the only journalist in the press pool. Who actually, you know, the White House, uh, the press pool there at the White House. He's the only one that seems to ask questions that um, are not softballs to the administration. He also asked, should Biden uh, remain president? I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. Since more people have died from COVID under Biden than Trump, because Biden, again, going back to the 2020 campaign, said, he said that anyone who um, is president when this many people are dying from COVID should never be, uh, should not be president. And so Ducey asked that question as well. And I said this yesterday, and I stand by this. I stand by this. I'm not one that's telling you that Biden can control this. I, <laughs> oh, I, we've been remarkably consistent on this. This is a virus. This is a virus that we did not know much about at the beginning. Now it's a virus that we have learned about, but it is highly, highly politicized. I mean, some networks or media outlets or whatever you want to call them, they literally survive off of making their viewers terrified. I, I guess the thinking is we have to scare our viewers and our audience so much that when they get home from work or you know if they're retired and they're watching this throughout the day, We want them to tune in to think, my goodness, can I go to the grocery store today? Can I go to the mailbox? Can I go outside without my mask? Do I have to get my 19th booster? I guess this is what they want because it gets people tuning back in. Of course, the scared people is a much easier group of people to manipulate and to coerce than a... um, a group of people that aren't are not scared. By the way, I didn't say this. Email, thoughts, questions, feedback, opinions, that sort of thing. Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. 
That is where you can send those. You can also connect with us at community.toddhuffshow.com. You will not be um, subjected to the Twitter and Facebook authoritarians there. You can actually share your thoughts and opinions, even if you would desire to disagree with me. I don't know why you would do that, but you certainly can. Community.toddhuffshow.com. So... We're going to get into these things today. Also, we've got Biden joking that Fauci is president, which, you know, the funny thing is a lot of people kind of think this is not a joke. In fact, giving these unelected bureaucrats, people like Fauci, people inside the state or the, the federal government, giving them power, nameless, faceless folks that we cannot hold accountable this is one of the problems that we have in our government today. Biden's joking about that. Biden also said, what do he say here? I'm going to paraphrase this as well. But Biden said that the only person, is this it? The only person, yeah, I can't promise that every person will get every gift they want on time. Only Santa Claus can keep that promise. Ironically, Rush Limbaugh used to say the Democrats, as they are uh, comprised today, actually act like the government is Santa Claus, that it just jolly old Saint Nick and the elves uh, simply put together whatever wish list that the radicals promise for the American people, and they just go up to the North Pole and you know put it together, put it on Santa's sleigh, and lo and behold, poof, it just ends up in the living room under the Christmas tree, in the bank accounts or whatever of the American people. So those are that's just a snapshot of what happened or what was talked about what was talked about yesterday. I started to say that there is the president he is not responsible for this. Biden is not responsible for the virus. Now I will say the administration can be responsible for the fear uh, insofar as that fear is based upon um, how it's been hyped up or, and again, do not misunderstand me. I'm not saying it's a hoax. I've never once said that. I've never once said that. I have said that people have used it for their own personal political purposes. I think that's obviously clear to anyone who, who looks at this. Um, and But there are ways that the government has added to the fear of of people, so they are responsible. The government is responsible for that. And I want to back up in time because Biden was saying, Biden is on record as, as saying that the president is responsible. So I think we should at least, again, I don't think at the time he said it, those things, I told you that that wasn't true because it's not true. Um, but since they are happy enough to cast blame when they are not in power, I think we need to point out that when they are in power, by their own standards, they should be held accountable. And that is, I think, act, uh, actually true. By their own standards, by their own words, by their own desires, because of how they campaign, they are, in fact, responsible. Now, Biden did make a comment here. I'm going to see if I can find this really quickly. This just hit me as I was saying that. I think this is in the article about Santa Claus. 
the president of the United States. That's that's how he talks about. That's how he talks about the supply chain crisis. Hey, I'm not the president, or I'm not Santa Claus. Only Santa Claus can can deliver, can make sure that gifts are delivered on time. Here it is. I think the last. Here it is. The last sentence in this article. This is at Breitbart.com. Biden says this. Biden says it's always easier to complain about a problem than try to fix it. Absolutely correct, by the way. If you want to add to the list of the two or three things I've agreed with the Biden administration on uh, since they stumbled and fumbled their way into office here, oh, what is it now? Almost 11, 10 and a half, 11 months ago. This is one of them. It is always easier to complain about a problem than try to fix it. But the thing is, Complaining about the problem was precisely what Biden was doing during the campaign, which, look, is fair game. But if you look at what Biden was saying, Biden was saying that he was going to shut down the virus and not the economy. Now, I'm going to play some clips on that. But before I do that, in this press conference today, I tell you what, Jen Psaki, she is, as I've said before, I think – I think the worst press secretary, and that's saying a lot because Obama had some humdingers as well, but I think Jen Psaki is arguably the worst press secretary um, in modern times. And when she was asked about uh, vaccine passports for domestic travel, I'm looking in our article here from Fox News again. I'm just kind of summarizing the things that have that happened yesterday. Right, the president saying Santa Claus is the only one that can apparently uh, can apparently fix the supply chain. Um, we got the White House here talking about domestic travel requirement, domestic vaccine requirements for travel. That is still apparently, according to Jen Psaki, on the table. I would say that nothing is off the table. She's I don't have this soundbite queued up. I'm just trying to paint a picture of where we are. She says I would say nothing is off the table. So including domestic travel. Now this again from an administration that promised us that it was going to give us independence from the virus, shut down the virus, not the economy. And again, Biden blamed the death of two what was it two hundred twenty thousand people he said were died because of Trump. I mean, there's people that call Trump a murderer because Trump was president of the United States during uh, the beginning of the pandemic. And those were the deaths that were attributed to COVID-19 during his term as president. So Biden says, hey, these are Trump's, these are Trump's deaths. So Biden's being pushed on all these things. And good, by the way, as they should be pushed on these things, but turnabout is fair play. Again, I want to be clear that I don't think it's fair to cast these things at the foot of an administration, be it the Trump administration previously or the Biden administration now. Now, you can point to certain um, to certain things and say, hey, this specifically, like, for example, when Governor Andrew Cuomo was forcing people in nursing homes back into the nursing homes with the virus and it was spreading like wildfire, killing all kinds of people, massive numbers of people died in New York and New York State because of this. That was directly that you can see cause and effect, right? 
But to say that the president of the United States is responsible for a microscopic virus to end up in our country um, that we had no idea anything about, we had not enough warning, China was keeping it hidden, and Trump did the steps, the same sort of steps, by the way, that Biden is taking now with banning travel and that sort of thing. Although we've learned that that didn't do anything. It didn't even didn't even buy us time because the the very or the original covid coronavirus i should say was already in this country whenever these things were instituted and so to blame this on a president is silly but if a president is going to tell us that he is going to eradicate a virus that he's going to shut down as biden says the virus then i think we should hold that person Accountable. And that being said, let's just go back here. Let's go back to the archives and listen to some of the things Biden said. Um, some of these are on the campaign trail. Some of these are right after Biden was elected president. First, there's a tweet here before I get to the sound bites. Biden says, I'm not going to shut down the country. This is October 30th, 2020. Just what, a, a few days before the election? He tweets, I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm not going to shut down the economy. I'm going to shut down the virus. That's over a year ago. How much time does Biden need to do that? Here is what Biden, Biden again asked here by, I think Ducey again is the one that asked this question. Ducey's the one saying, hey, um, what about this? Let's listen and see. Make sure I get this connected here bear with me for just a moment some reason it's lost my my connection let me reconnect this here we go but biden was asked about this you know how long is it going to take you to basically shut down the virus you're president listen and you're to, saying to there's nothing we can do to change the trajectory of the pandemic in the next several months now this was what right after to two months ago when he you was elected we're talking declaratively about i am going to shut down the virus well i'm going to shut down the virus but not mm -hmm. i never said i'd do it in two months i said it took a long time to what get about here. a year it's going to take a long time to beat it and so we have millions of people out there who are who have the virus mm -hmm. so he said he's going to shut down the virus he just couldn't do it in two months what about what about 10 months is that enough time biden also you may remember this as well 245 years ago, we declared is, our independence from a distant king. This is from Today, July 4th. we are closer than ever to declaring our independence from a deadly virus. My fellow Americans, Same it's the most speech. patriotic thing you can do. Oh, boy. So please, well, I thought that was if you pay haven't taxes. gotten vaccinated, do it. Do it now for yourself, for your loved ones, for your community. For your country. Oh, yes, for my country. While the virus hasn't been vanquished, we know this. It no longer controls our lives. It doesn't. It no longer paralyzes our nation. Why are we talking about vaccine it's mandates? It's within our power to make sure it never does again. Well, how are you going to do that? I mean, at what point? At what point can the American people look at President Biden here? I mean, we're well past this, but just by their own logic, by their own words. Well, at what point can we look at them and say... When? When does this magic kick in? This reminds me so much, so much of 
2012, so you had Obama elected in 2008. He served as president from 2009 to 13. That was his first term. The election uh, was in November of 2012. Romney was the nominee for the Republican Party. And during exit polling, people still blamed, still blamed conditions in the economy and so forth on President Bush for full years. Four full years after Bush stepped out of office, people still blamed President Bush for the difficulties in the economy, right? We, this is back in the time, this was before we were told about the new normal, 2% GDP growth and that sort of thing. But it wasn't long before that. But we were, Americans were still blaming because the media was pushing that narrative like a bunch of, uh, you know, like a PR firm would, and that's what they did. And, but at what point? I remember asking this at the time. At what point do we say the new president is responsible? See, Obama, if you remember, wanted to claim credit for the good things that happened early on in Trump's term. And I have even commented and said we're not supposed to believe that Obama was responsible for any of the negative things during eight full years in office, but suddenly he timed it out perfectly to where his policies would unleash the potential of the American economy during Trump's first year in office and coincidentally the same time that the exact polar opposite policies were instituted by the new president. I mean, remarkable timing. The things that we're supposed to believe are absolutely absurd, but people believe them. People fall for this because the media pushes this, because people don't think for themselves, and here we are. But it's a rough day. We're in the first week of December, my friends. We're in the first week of December, and yesterday... Biden was talking about not being able to get gifts for Christmas because of the supply chain crisis. Jen Psaki was talking about um, having to answer questions about when Biden was actually going to shut down the virus as he promised. Right? Again, I'm not suggesting they can do these things, but this is the promise. This is what they do. And thank goodness for journalists who are... Why is only one journalist asking this, by the way? See, to me, we can say fake news, we can criticize the media, but just ask yourself that. Why is only one journalist asking these questions? This seems relevant to me. If you had a president who was elected, as we do, Biden, who ran and campaigned on, what, um, shutting down the virus, not the economy, and it's a year later, over a year later now, why? When does it begin to kick in? American people want to know. We should know this because we were told that if we voted for President Biden that he would shut it down, but he hasn't. It's actually worse. The number-wise, if you look at the numbers of, of people that have died to COVID, it's worse under President Biden than Trump. Why? Well, Todd, that's because Trump let it set into motion, and it takes so long to undo it and to fix it. Okay, so why didn't Biden say that on the campaign trail? He specifically blamed Trump for 220,000 American deaths. Is, a, is Biden not responsible for the 336,000 or whatever it is that have died since then? Well, no, Todd, Trump's the one that let it in. Well, did Trump lend it into every other country? 
And this is a worldwide pandemic. Is Trump responsible for the shutdowns? By the way, you see Germany now forcing people who are unvaccinated to be locked down. We're not far from this stuff, my friends. Was Trump responsible for all that? I'm sure there are people so blinded by their rage and hatred that they can't see any logical problem with this. Of course, it's it's uh, full of all sorts of problems and contradictions and silliness, but doesn't matter because it's politics and people will believe what they want to believe. I've got a good time out. Plenty more to get to today. Sit tight, my friends. Back here in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. By the way, by the way, this program is brought to you in part by our friends at Best Insight, Best Insight Eye Care. Best Insight Eye Care has a couple of convenient locations. One is in Indianapolis. The other is in New Pal, New Palestine. BestInsightEyeCare.com is their website. Check them out. If you need to have an appointment, have your eyes examined, maybe you're getting a little older and maybe you haven't gotten that exam, happens, and it becomes a priority as you begin to have some eye strain. Maybe you're getting some headaches. Maybe maybe you just need a change and, and you're not happy with your current doctor. Check them out, bestineyecare.com, bestineyecare.com. Be sure you... Tell them you heard about them here on the Todd Huff Show. So, I want to play, again, Peter Ducey yesterday talking to Jen Saki. He asked her, right, whatever happened, whatever happened to Biden shutting down the virus? What happened to this? Let's see what Jen Saki has to say about that. From earlier about messaging, whatever happened to President Biden's promise to shut down the virus? Fair question. We're working on it, Peter. We're working on it. Variant here is the is the idea that you want people now to kind of wrap their heads around that the president, instead of shutting down the virus, is going to try to help people live amidst the virus and go about. In other words, now that you're president. Well, Jen Psaki, thankfully you're not, although we're not thankful Biden is either. But even though your administration's in charge, now that you actually have responsibility, do you want people to rethink this? Instead of thinking that Biden's going to shut it down, maybe, maybe the right way to look at this is to see how we can live with it. But this is just, it's incredible. I mean, of course, any rational thinking person knew this. We all knew this. Any person who has, who's an independent thinker, who just knows how to think. You don't even have to know anything about science. I shouldn't say anything, but you don't have to be a scientist. You don't have to be studying the genetic makeup or the DNA. You don't have to be doing this stuff. You don't have to be working at Pfizer to know that a microscopic virus is going to spread when it's contagious. You don't... I. This was true... A long time ago, this was true back when Biden made these ridiculous claims that he was going to shut down the virus. But let's see how she responds here. But COVID is going to be here. 
Well, Peter, what's very important for people to understand, and uh -huh. all of you uh, are communicating to the public about what steps they can take to go back to normal or go back to normal life, something everybody wants to do. We're all sick and tired of this virus. But we need uh, uh, approximately 20% of the population or more people than are currently vaccinated to go get vaccinated and go get boosted. Well, we so it's not, not your fault or it's not their fault. It's your fault if you're, if you're not vaccinated. I love this. Hey, idiots, if you don't want this to spread, don't be blaming Biden. You need to, if you're in the 20% that's not been vaccinated, go get vaccinated. Incidentally, by the way. I'm going to talk about this next segment, but I just I want to lay this out there. This, this opens up a whole can of things I want to talk about because I haven't got to do it because I was out of town last week. LeBron James is has COVID. LeBron James has COVID. But if you read the headlines, it it's really kind of cryptic. Now, I think as, as times progress, but the initial headlines, I remember reading them. And I remember thinking, what the crap is this even trying to tell me? The headlines would say stuff like NBA protocols in effect for LeBron James, right? NBA protocols. Protocols are in effect for LeBron James. What the heck? Well, the protocols are the COVID protocols. Now, why do I bring this up? I bring this up. I bring this up because LeBron James is vaccinated. Now, I thought this was a – now, he's just one person. I'm not picking on him. <laughs> we're going to next segment because that opens up a whole bunch of things uh, with, with LeBron James that I want to, I want to get to. Um, but LeBron James has, has COVID. And so why are there NBA protocols? If LeBron James is vaccinated and has COVID and there's nothing to worry about, why is he not able to play? I thought that from what we're being told, this was a pandemic of the, va of the unvaccinated. What is this? This doesn't make any sense, Right. But Jen Psaki right here in her stupid comments, as most of her comments are, misleading, deceptive, duplicitous, uh, selfish, politically motivated, what have you. She's actually saying, hey, idiots, the 20% of you who aren't vaccinated are really the reason that this president hasn't been able to shut down the virus. I'm going to let her finish her stupid remarks and then we'll take a break and talk about LeBron James next segment. But here she is finishing up her remarks as the federal government is make those vaccines free, make the boosters free, make them available. The president will talk more about what we're going to do tomorrow. But we need the American people to do uh, more who are not vaccinated do to more. help us continue to fight the virus. Do more. Do more. You need to do more. You're bit, you didn't go to work for weeks, months. I mean, you had to change your whole life. You, you had kids. You had to teach your kids at home. Um, you had to... You couldn't go to the grocery store unless the government said, now you can go do that. You had to wear your mask. And if you listen to Fauci, you're supposed to wear goggles, two masks, and gloves. You've not done enough. This is preposterous to me. For them, for her to say with a straight face that you've not done enough, it is beyond stupid to me. You know what? They've tried to do, I don't want to say too much. It's all about appearances. Let's look like we're doing something. Even if we know that what we're doing is not going to do a diddly darn thing, let's just do it so we can say, look at us. We're trying. Got to do something. Got to try. Well, what if it's destroying? Real quick, and I'll take a break. I just read in, in Britain, read this earlier today, the health agency, I don't even know that which one it is, NIH, I don't know, one of those 
you know, alphabet soup over there. But they said that because of COVID, there's between 240,000 and 740,000 uh, undiagnosed, I guess you would say. I may be getting the term wrong here, technically what it is, but it's people that would have gotten referrals for cancer. So there could be three quarters of a million people in Britain that did not get referred to doctors for cancer treatment during the shutdowns, the lockdowns, because of what was happening from COVID. Don't tell me there's not other things to consider as far as danger is concerned and risk is concerned with COVID and that we can just shut down and pretend like everything's fine and give these politicians all sorts of credit and then have them blame us for not doing enough. Forgive me, Jen Psaki. That's complete. You know what? I've got to take a break. Sit tight, my friends. Back here in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. Really quickly, when I was out of town, I want to comment on this. I was talking about LeBron James, who is vaccinated who has COVID-19, which is, I mean, we're supposed to believe is just impossible or whatever. Um, but again, why is he, why are there any COVID protocols if he can't transmit it? I mean, this seems, see, don't tell me one thing and then do something that's contrary to that. That's what this whole, this, this is. Of course he can tra- – we know that they can transmit it, but they act like the only people that can transmit the virus are people who are not vaccinated. That is complete, utter nonsense and hogwash. So by, uh, LeBron James, I want to comment on this because he was playing here in Indianapolis a week, a week ago. I don't know. Um, and apparently there were a couple fans sitting courtside – who were saying things to LeBron James that LeBron James didn't like. Now, in fairness, if what is being reported by, well, told by people that were sitting around them, these two fans, or at least one of them, was saying some really horrible things. In fact, I believe it was something like, this is just what I've heard. I'm not, this is alleged. I'm not saying that this is the truth, but this is what was alleged. That one of these fans, or maybe both, I think it was just one, though, was saying to LeBron as he was playing on the court. So they're sitting courtside in a chair near half court or somewhere around there. We hope that um, your son gets COVID, and I, I think they even said die. It died. It Terrible stuff. I'm not defending that. I am not defending that whatsoever. What I do find crazy, though, is that a professional NBA player actually took the time to go – find an usher or whatever and go walk over and point to these fans and say they need to be kicked out. Now, some people say, well, of course these fans need to go. You shouldn't be saying that. But that is that is maybe very well true. But the question to me is, why is the player? I mean, as a player, you got to be able to just play. I mean, Michael jo- Michael Jordan would have never done this. Heck, for Pacer fans, Reggie Miller. Remember Reggie Miller and Spike Lee? See, to me, that was an awesome thing to witness when Reggie did the choke sign, which you can't do now because that's violent. <laughs> but that exchange, do we think Spike Lee was saying to Reggie Miller, nice shot, Reggie? I mean, I don't know what he was saying. I'm not saying it was as bad as this. I'm just saying players play and ushers do your job. Um, and 
but I also want to add to it because being doing what you know, haven't put we put ourselves out there, right? Having a program, we put ourselves out there. Now there are people, there are people who say, um, if you just don't comp- uh, tow the government line and and get on, if I don't by my not getting on here and telling everyone every day, make sure you get vaccinated and have your fifty seventh booster shot and everything else, they'll call me anti-vax. I I've never come out and told one single soul not to get to get vaccinated on on this program. Um, I think that that's an individual decision. I think that there are risks that need to be evaluated and that we need to be aware of, and we have to be have our eyes open to that. But there's also circumstances where COVID kills people, sometimes people that are otherwise healthy. So it's it's an individual decision. I respect that with everything in my in my being. I really do. But there are people that wish people like me, because of what I just said, they would wish that we got COVID and and died. There are you you see them. They say it. Now, if someone I know that these people exist. If someone goes to my Facebook page and puts that, please don't. I'm not going to stop everything I'm doing and call somebody to do something with this person. I may ignore them. I may I may block them. I may not even block them. I just why would that bother me? I just to me to me I look at I look at what's happening um, with the the younger generation and LeBron's about my age, not quite, but a, a little bit younger. But just how far we've deviated from just to this point to where we've lost all ability to to function or some people have anyway. If someone has a different opinion, or even if they say things, what happened to sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. Again, I'm not defending what people are saying. I'm saying play ball, man. Larry Bird wouldn't have done this. Don't don't tell me that you think you're the greatest player of all time if this is how you react to this. I mean, the person very well may have, you know should have been taken out if they were saying things as bad as it sounds like they were, but that's the job of the of the ushers play it lock it out block it out maybe even use it as motivation like reggie miller would have done and then taunt him and by the way it's worth noting in that same game lebron james who wants to you know kick get fans kicked out was also celebrating grabbing his uh, midsection i don't know what to say on the radio but you know what i mean uh, in in celebration, that was fine. He was fined fifteen thousand dollars, which is the equivalent of about forty two cents for the rest of America. I, that's a little bit. Well, that may be true. I don't know. Haven't done the math, but quick timeout. I think he makes close to a half million a game, so you can do the math. I didn't do it. Quick timeout is in order, my friends. Sit tight. Back here in just a minute. <laughs> Hey, welcome back, my friends. So, not much time here. Oz is showing me the time. Just got a couple of minutes here. Do not worry. You can always catch archives of our program for free by going and listening to podcasts. You can go to toddhuffshow.com slash podcast. Don't be intimidated by the word, word podcast if you've not listened to a podcast. It's really not that hard. Anyway, I want to get to one more thing before we 
wrap up. There's lots I want to get to, but I want to make sure I touch on this. This is in Breitbart, and I want to preface this by saying I don't know enough to definitively get upset about, about this, but I'm concerned, okay? Headline exclusive, tool to enforce Orwellian rules, 80 House Republicans help pass bill to fund federal vaccination database. Again, this is at Breitbart.com. Uh, 80 House Republicans voted with Democrats, none of which, by the way, voted against this bill, to pass the Immunization Infrastructure Modernization Act, which, if passed by the Senate and signed into law, would fund a federal vaccination database. So let that sink in for a minute. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up, first of all, 80 Republicans, but at least three. I haven't been able – again, I just saw this not – I've looked at this. I've been looking at a lot of stuff. I didn't have time to go through this, but there's two Republican uh, members from the House in Indiana, one of which is my representative, Jim Baird. The other is Larry Bouchon, and I saw also, I believe – Jim Banks, who I have a tremendous amount of respect for Jim Banks. I truly do. He voted for this as well. So I don't know what's going on here, but this idea of a federal vaccination database, given what we know about our government and privacy and how they like to coerce and pressure people, this should be concerning to all folks. It's concerning to me. Quick timeout. Just wanted to alert you to that. We'll talk about it really quickly when we get back. Back in just a minute. All right, my friends. I can't say a whole lot more about this because of time, but one Republican, one Republican who voted against this actually said that what this bill um, is going to do is to allow people to allow the Biden administration to force people, coerce people into um, what she said here was they'll be targeted and forced to comply with Biden's crazy global vaccination vision. Uh, vision. Again, I I would I, I like I said respect Jim Banks a lot. If you work with Jim or know Congressman Banks, I wouldn't mind talking with him about this because there may be more to it. But this is what Breitbart is saying. I got to go. SDG, have a great week and see you. Mind to take care.